Go. Five. Five. Four. four three. three two, two. One. one. Oh my god, I forgot how to count on my hands. I you just I, start. I used my left hands and it threw to me. I was oh, is that why? I was gonna say you started doing it the European way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm assimilating <laughs> to my u- new European lifestyle. Ooh la la, <laughs> you know. As this week, you uh, you did come out as a Welsh independence campaigner. <laughs> I really couldn't think of anything good to say, and here we are. That was so funny. I scream laughed. Thank if anyone you. listening to this hasn't seen, it'll be a few weeks ago now by the time oh, it comes out. Oh, it'll be months but... ago. <laughs> but um, uh, Sam did a. I, I'm afraid I've given away the 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 wonderful surprise. But uh, check out Sam's song about the new mask regulations in uh, Wales. I think it's called the Mask Song. It's called the Mask Song. <laughs> really inventive names for things. Oh yeah. Always. People were bananas about that mask. Yeah, do you want to talk say about your anything mask? nice about my little outfit that I made? Oh, I'm sorry. I made what the were whole you wearing? outfit. That dress that I made. Oh, the dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sam made a beautiful dress and another beautiful dress that you're currently wearing. Yeah, here we are. Gingham. <laughs> Bringing um, it all back. Yeah, I feel like by the time this comes out, the idea of wearing gingham will be a distant, distant summer memory. Yeah, but it'll be locked down to electric boogaloo. So, you know, <laughs> it, it'll be nice to have like a reflection, you know? A reflection? Yeah, to look back and be like, ah, oh, precious memories. Ah, oh, precious memories of we also could go being outside. in our houses. Um, we we could go outside all through lockdown. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I mean, like, did we want to? Well, no, we did not. And we did not. I certainly did not. But. Speaking of lockdowns, me and my extended household are going to the beach this weekend. Lovely. And I was like, me, you, and everyone I ever discussed it with were like, it's going to be so busy. What are we doing? Like, this is, this um, is not the best idea. And then I remembered that truly half of south wales is slowly being put under lockdown so i'm like there's that and who's also gonna go to the beach bitch it depends on what beach you're going to if you've got Swansea. a car um where, where yeah no i i, I don't know swansea well the enough end to... of swansea beach i don't know it i've never been um oh. but but I, I, all i was gonna say was uh like Barry Island is going to be really busy. Oh, but yeah, we're absolutely not going. Yeah, there. places you can get to with a car, you'll be able to find somewhere that's not super busy. Yeah. I mean, it is nice weather, but it's nice weather in Wales. So yeah, there will always be people windy. who are like, yeah, it's 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 not like peak summer right now. <laughs> anyway, tune anyway. in next time for a beach trip Tune in trip next time update. in uh, around Christmas time, maybe? No. Yeah, I don't not? know when this is coming out. I've got completely lost in when? what we're doing jenny slate when is this coming out <laughs> oh i wish i could do an impression of jenny slate or anyone really um <laughs> that's my impression <laughs> that's not i can't form like. full sentences yet my jenny slate is like the clone that hasn't yet like <laughs> like it's still like a slight it's still a primordial ooze like oh. but with a few lips and like a little larynx like uh, you know when they a when few they few lips <laughs> me lips who <laughs> a few lips a few yeah i mean they're trying to make one but if like three come out like experiment they, they just success. want one lip well yeah I, I don't know if you know this but jenny slate is a cisgender woman so so she only has one lip? 
No, she has a few libs. Oh. <laughs> Got it. Okay, Jesus. Thank you. An incredible joke from me <laughs> to start off this episode. Yeah, what are Season we even talking three, about? You didn't, tell, you didn't talk about your mask. Tell everyone what your mask looks like. My what? Your mask. Oh, my mask. It's a fringe. It's got black fringe on it. You can just tune into the Instagram to find out. Okay. Season three, episode 10. Warlord. Warlord. This okay, cold this is open just a, is... A, an important sketch. I'm I'm derailing us once more just to continue <laughs> the continuity of, firstly, the opening tangent, and okay. secondly, um, my date was famously rescheduled, and then uh, with that guy who like we were like, oh, do you want to? And then I was like, no, I'm limping. Um, yeah. We rescheduled, and then he ghosted me. So oh, no. I assumed there was a second death in the family. Um, we, my we can only con- assume. My condolences to that man. Um, if he wants to, I will give him three go rounds. Sure, why not? <laughs> anyway, um, I'm also on Tinder. Uh, why is everyone on Tinder so ugly? Um, but it is really comforting to know that when I see men who have ghosted me in the past, or like I saw that one guy who was like, "Are we still on for that date?" And he was like. To be honest, I'd rather not. Oh, that trash. guy's still single, so trash. Ooh. Also, I accidentally matched with a man who owns ferrets. <laughs> so, are they too snake-like for you? Uh, no, because they're stupid. It's the oh, okay. smell. It's the smell of oh, ferrets. Okay, I've never been around ferrets. Oh, they smell. Also, oh, okay, I didn't know that. People who own ferrets, I don't wish to like. I. I know in our my heart of hearts that the crossover between Star Trek fans and ferrets, like, it's a Venn diagram, and the inside of that Venn diagram is quite large. Okay. Um, I know that there's a huge overlap. And to all I our ferret-owning <laughs> listeners, I would like to formally say that you own stinky pets, um, and I, I don't, don't trust you. I don't know anything about ferrets, and I'll tell you. Do 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 you know why I don't know anything about ferrets? Why? <laughs> because they're illegal in California. What? I don't know why, but this 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 is yeah. They're not legal to have as pets in California. Illegal ferret trade. Well, Paris Hilton had a pet ferret, and then everybody was like, "You can't have a pet ferret, pet ferret, fat parrot, fat parrot." Anyway, uh, this was in whenever Paris Hilton was famous enough that I knew what she was doing. I mean, What's we all know to? what she's. She just did a documentary on did she? YouTube. Did she? Yes. Uh, well, I'll look anyway, that up in my own time. Neelix is getting a foot rub. This in cold the open. This cold open is disgusting. This I is hate when this. the holodeck becomes the, the tropical sex the, dungeon. The the hollow luau. The hollow luau. The hollow luau. Um, Delix is like, look at this fancy resort I have concocted on the holodeck. And Tom is like, maybe we just like ruin it. Maybe we yeah. just make it like, maybe we just convert it into like some form of sex barbecue, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, sex they're barbecue. like, mm, sex we barbecue. need volleyball. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at sex barbecue. Cause that's exactly what he's turning it into. He's turning sex it into barbecue. A 90s sex barbecue. He's taking Neelix's favorite childhood or adult <laughs> memory and turning it into a sex barbecue. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we gotta have volleyball players. We gotta have steel drums. Fun fact, my mom, while they were living in Trinidad, was in a steel drum band. 
Yes, um, she was. <laughs> she loved it. Amazing. Uh, Tom and Harry are then called to the bridge and Neelix does some dancing. Um, I am slowly ruining somebody else's paradise, Sam Hickman. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, that was very good. And I'm the secondary character you never expected to have her own third season episode, Kat Deerfield. Women talking about Star Trek Voyager. It's Kat and it's Sam. They are two friends. Women talking about Star Trek Voyager. It's time that we start the show. some uh, confidence issues this week about my ability to think on my feet and talk so (laughs) here we are I started back with my Welsh lessons this week and I am doing terribly (laughs) (laughs) sure I (laughs) have one Welsh joke have I I've told you my Welsh joke Uh, but uh, I think so but tell it again because it's really funny oh the only Welsh my Welsh mother ever taught us was achavi which she said means I love you very much (laughs) it's a funny joke and I was surprised that English people do not get it at all (laughs) I thought I actually I told my mother that joke when we were in Berlin and she was a little bit drunk and she cried laughing (laughs) she loved it it's very funny. Um, for listeners who don't who, who don't have familiarity with that phrase, do you want to say what it means? Achavi means that's disgusting. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> it's like, achavi. Yeah. Um, anyway, Kes gets summoned to sickbay. Um, and there's like an alien ship and they're all doing bad and they beam out the aliens to the, to the ship. And then the ship explodes. And they're in sickbay and there's like three of them and it's not going well. And then one guy dies and this woman is like, my husband. And Cass is like, let me hug you, stranger. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Which, to be fair, is very Cass. I mean, sure. But at the same time, if I'm unconscious or like dying on an alien on my ship and then I get beamed into a stranger sickbay and then my husband dies in front of me. Uh, the last thing I want is like a strange woman to yeah. be like, let me hug you. I'm like, I don't know you. Yeah, yeah, no, no, thank you. Anyway, Janeway's ready room later when they've composed themselves. They're all having tea with Janeway. <laughs> um, and they're, uh, one of them is a doctor and then the other one's like a fancy lady or whatever. Um, and they're going to drop them off at Alaria. The Alastria of other places. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Meanwhile, back at the Hollow Luau, um, Belana is getting hers. Yes, I wrote, Uh, yes, Belana, get it. What a dream. (laughs) I was like, I gasped out loud. I'm going to give a spoiler right now that I give this episode five out of five in the end. But honestly, if it wasn't, (laughs) I would would give it five out of five just for this scene. Just yeah, for Milana being like, I'm going snorkeling. <laughs> yeah, so just to it, to clarify, Belana um, turns up. Uh, Neelix is like looking for Cass and Belana turns up and he's like, oh, hi, Belana. 
<laughs> she's like, what am I, chopped liver? Uh, and, but she, she's wearing an amazing 90s bathing suit. It is so good. It's that like iridescent, like... We will discuss in wigs. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I will hold that back. Um, and she... And uh, He's Neelix like, there's is like, not much to do here. Are you doing okay? Yeah, are you... Like, I didn't think you'd like it so much with Tom's additions. And then there's a shot of Tom's additions, who we will talk about in wigs. <laughs> Um, and then she's like, oh, I've made my own modifications. <laughs> and very muscular man in truly a string bikini. Again, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to it in wigs. All right. Anyway, love it. Love it. Yes, Bellana, get it. Iconic. Um, anyway, anyway. Ugh. So um, Kess and Neelix have lunch. Um they're truly like the ladies who lunch. Um, they, there's mention of the Urbonics Bay. Um, Kes gets mad and she's like, I want to have a little break. I want to have my own friends. Um, which we're all, we're kind of half like good for her. And we're also like, what's going on? With yeah, well, I, I'm, it gets a thumbs up for me seeing Kes stand up for herself. But uh, yes, mysterious things are afoot. Yeah. Um. So in the transporter room, they're meeting the R-talk. Um, and like he beams, they beam this guy aboard and Cash shoots him. And then she's like, let's go. And they beam out this this intrepid duo and Cass mm-hmm. onto a shuttle that they've also beamed out. And then they get away. Ooh, no twist. Now um, we, um, two things. One thing is she shoots not only this guy, but also the ensign who's operating the transporter, which is pretty shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, secondly, did you, do you remember this episode? Cause we talked about, I tried to talk about this episode a couple of episodes ago, but I was not, I couldn't remember like the details of it well enough to explain it. And you didn't remember it, but did, did you remember it watching it now? Nope. Okay. Well, how is this I didn't this remember this episode then? at all. I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> Such a I'm child. Pleased. I'm pleased you got to enjoy it again, though, because I was like, oh, yeah, I remember how exciting this was the first time I saw it. And it's still fun to watch. But like, <laughs> it was it was amazing the first time I watched it when Cass just because really they did a good job it's of such like a twist. It's such a twist. If you don't, I did not see it coming at all Mm-mm. when she's just like shooting everybody beaming off the ship. I'm an alien. Oh, but I was already an alien. I'm a different kind of alien. A <laughs> different I'm not like other aliens. Kes, <laughs> I'm not like other aliens. Um, uh, on the shuttle, Kes is a top now. <laughs> um, and they... Season 3, episode 10, Warlord, subtitle, Kes is a top now. Kes is a top now. Um, they beam some guy and they're like orchestrating a military coup or whatever. Um, they, they like have like back on... Back on the on Voyager, Ben Platt comes, um, and he's like, "This guy, this guy who took control of Cass is bad, and he is a warlord." Title of app, um, <laughs> and here we are. And Janeway is like, "We gotta get Cass back," um, and and Ben Platt, whoever this guy is, is like, "He's after my family." Um, so, sorry, Ben Platt, is that the actor? No, that's who I think this actor reminds me of. Who is Ben Platt? Ben Platt from The Politician and um, Dear Evan Hansen. I don't and know what either of those I believe are. he was on Glee, but I, there's no way of fact-checking that. <laughs> there's just no way of knowing. Ben Platt. Okay. Hollywood's own, Ben Broadway's own Ben Platt. 
that. Um, okay. Anyway, so they're on the there. The, he's like this this Tierna man. Um, yeah. Um. He he was like a ruler, and then like it it all went south, and he did bad, and then he it was two hundred years ago or whatever. Anyway. In the Imperial Hall, Kess marches in, shoots the Artok, and then, like, wounds his son, and then it's like, give me the talisman. Um, and then, like, I remember that this is a good Kess episode, and I'm excited yeah. about it. Um, Kess changes, and there's lots of, like, throwing things. <laughs> um, it, there's, like, a weird physicality to it. It's, like, kind of, like, boom, 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 ba It ba-dum. is, yeah. Um, it's very heavy, heavy-footed. It's a very heavy-footed stomp. It is, um, and that's very interesting. I, uh, yeah. I, I'm very, very interested in... It it's is, very it mask, is. and she's very lesbian now. They have, like, I'm a lesbian. Very, lesbian well, they do. Kiss. Yeah. I'm, I'm they gonna... wouldn't give it to us, which, No, like, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Rude. I, <laughs> but I'm technically, wax... they do give us a gay kiss later on, but Well, this we is... What, so, I, I think we should have, like, a dedicated conversation about this, maybe before That'll we be the wigs. nebula. That'll be... Oh, maybe that's the nebula. The nebula is gay. The nebula is gay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in the nebula segment, but, um... Yeah, though, but it's interesting what you said about about her walk being different because I I'd picked up on it, but I hadn't really thought about it. Yeah. And you're right; it is. It's she's she's that kind of heaviness in her walk and her movement is really interesting. I'm really impressed with Jennifer Lean in this episode. I think that this is like the yeah, finest I mean, acting she's ever done. It, it and it is like challenging. I I mean, not being an actor myself, but I would imagine. <laughs> We're famously like, not actors. We are creatives, though. We are creatives. Uh, this is very challenging um, to do subtly, and she does. I, I just, I, I think it's really impressive. Um, really, really good, a really compelling performance. Anyway, the brother is there, <laughs> and they anyway. have a tete a tete a tete. Oh, um, they do. And Cress, Cress tries Cress. to seduce the guy. Cress, 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 Cress. Water Cress tries to seduce the guy uh, with power. Um, mm. Have you ever tried to Harvey Weinstein someone? Uh, no, I no, I have not. Have you? Nope. <laughs> um, and here we are. There's a lot of like trying to seduce people with power in this episode. There that is, is. really I mean... blurring the lines between like sexy and like like bad i guess i didn't i didn't think of it in those terms and maybe i should have but um i mean i think i didn't read it as like um maybe we should put a content note on this conversation (laughs) i didn't read it as like you uh i am offering you power in exchange for maybe you don't want to have sex with me but if you do i will do this i read it more as like isn't power sexy and aren't i sexy because i have power yeah i don't think those are fundamentally it's like a dude inhabiting a lady body who is then like trying to use the lady body to get other dudes on board with his plan okay i yeah the nebula is gay that way yeah that's in- okay. We, uh, we'll we'll get back to this in the nebula segment. Tiernan has been to one pride and thinks he knows everything. <laughs> Tiernan threw the first brick at Stonewall. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Anyway. I knew I was looking forward to talking to you about this because I I knew that you'd have 
I knew you'd have an interesting perspective on it. And I knew I, I'd uh, be full of shit the whole time. No, you're time. not. That's I hadn't thought of it in that way at all. Anyway, let, let's we'll get back to this later. Anyway, Dimas, uh, the Ben Platt character, is staying on Voyager, and he's like, "It's loyalty, or what? It's about loyalty. It's about consequences." Um, he's like, "My brother is there," and I'm like, "Oh, he has a brother." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in you sick could do bay. a lot worse. They're they're trying to. He, he's the in line to be the autark of a planet. <laughs> <laughs> you could do a lot worse. He is a good boy from a. He's a nice boy from a good family. You could do a lot. <laughs> honestly, um, <laughs> he's a warlord inhabiting a. Um, what are they called? Ocampa. Oka. He's a warlord inhabiting an Ocampa. You could do a lot worse. <laughs> Anyway, back in sickbay, uh, the doctor makes a device that will separate Tiernan from Kess. Uh, back in the Imperial Hall, um, the implant isn't going okay. And there's like a whole monologue about how Kess is a little baby. Um, and and really, this is some very good acting. Mm, um, yeah. Uh, and they're, um, they have a meeting. And then Tiernan is like, there's somebody here. Um, somebody come get her. She's dancing like a stripper. Um, <laughs> and he goes around whipping off the veils of all the security guards, mm. um, which is like gay. Um, <laughs> as far as like planet security, if all of your security guards are for some reason wearing full like veils, what yeah. is that? Who is yeah. that for? Can they see through that? That doesn't seem combat ready. I've got a note to talk about that in um, wigs. Wigs. So I'm, I'm looking for. We're gonna have a long wigs and a, a long wig. We're gonna have a long wig and a long nebula. A long wig, long nebula. That's how I like it. Um, <laughs> to the floor. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, she goes through all the security guards and then they capture Tuvok uh, after he tries to put the little thing on her and it doesn't work. Uh, in the dungeon, it's the set from another dungeon that they used back when they were like, oh no, this guy's trapped. You know, when they like had trapped Tom and Tuvok or something in a in a prison and then there was that guy, a Joel Grey episode, the Joel Grey oh, episode. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's the same set. Oh um, great, I didn't notice that. It's the same set. It's just a slightly different angle. It's also the same set from when Harry Kim was like, what's death? That episode <laughs> with the spiders. Oh, yes. Anyway. Um, Except there were no spiders. We wish there were spiders. So uh, Tiernan starts uh, interrogating Tuvok uh, and once again tries to seduce someone um, through sex and power. Um, sex and power. I've sex and power. Down. Sex and power. Sex and power. So Tuvok and um and Kes kiss, and then he does like a um, a mind Awkward. meld. Oh, it was phenomenal. I was like, oh no! And then he does a mind meld uh, mm-hmm. to get Kes to get Kes out, so they can have a little chat. And then um they have a little chat, and then he goes no and pushes <laughs> Tuvok against a wall. Um, phenomenal physicality, great stunt work. Ten yeah. out of ten from me. Back in the conference room on Voyager, they're, like, gonna get down to the planet. They're, like, gonna beam two two kilometers away and try and sneak in because there's a secured grid. Um, Tiernan, um, like, boop-boops them to give them a FaceTime and is like, don't even think about it, honey. Um, <laughs> and they're like, oh, no. Um, 
Tiernan keeps having headaches and and the doctor in um in in the Imperial Hall is like, you can't stay awake for the rest of your life. And then he's like, when I'm asleep, there she is. And then um he has a little power nap and there's a dream ballet sequence. Um, a dream ballet sequence? Yep. And once again, Tiernan tries to seduce someone else through yeah. sex. But it's the other way around where he tries to seduce Kess. And Kess is like, absolutely. There's a lot of seducing through power and sexual favors in this episode. There is. I mean, I think how I interpreted this scene, um, or that part of that scene, is that um, she is kind of... um, I was going to say seduced, but that's not really the right word. Um, She... I think this episode does introduce some interesting kind of ambiguity and nuance to Kessa's character. Yes. How I interpreted that was that he's saying, isn't power great? Isn't it sexy? And she's like, you're a bad person and I don't like you and I'm going to keep fighting you. But also, yes. (laughs) Like that's, I didn't feel like, um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's how I interpreted it. The nebula is that, uh, they took this long to give Kess something good to do, and um, honestly, and then never Jennifer Jason through. Lee has the Jennifer ability. Jason Lee, <laughs> I forgot what her name was, and I refused Jennifer to Lean. learn it. Lean, Lean, Lean. I don't know. How learn. It's L I E N. Learn. Lean. Anyway, uh, let's just leave all of this in. Why does anyone? She wakes to up and uh, Tiernan kills a guy and shouts, "Stronger than ever!" Which is. Um, what I say when I make a perfect fried egg. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You've said that with such intense eye contact. Later. Were you, were you reading it off your phone? Oh, I'm always reading it off my phone. But, um, but no, that was that, that was that was just off the top of the dome, <laughs> baby. <laughs> no, it was just top of the dome. It was. I asked about reading it off your phone because it was the the eye contact with the screen. I was like, oh, oh okay. no, all my notes are on this one, not that one. On your other phone. On my on my personal device. Thank you. Um, <laughs> later. Tiernan is like, I'd like to present my husband to be. And then they kiss. She kisses the brother. And then she's mm. like, we should be in a thruple. Yeah. You, me, this bitch. Let's get in this thruple. Um, have you ever uh, be- been in a thruple or had a suggested thruple? <laughs> I have never been in a thruple. Um, I don't think... Not really. I did have a guy break up with me because I... Didn't want to be in a thruple? Well, the thing is, I can't say that he suggested being in a thruple because he didn't. He just said that he wanted to... um, See other people. He wanted to see other people. And I basically was like, I mean, if there's someone that you want to see, then I'm not sure I will want to continue to date you. And then he, he decided that that was infringing on his freedom. So he broke up with me. And then for about three or four years, I think, maybe four years... Every single Christmas, I got a Facebook message from him, a long one. <laughs> oh my God. This is a call out post. <laughs> this is direct. You want to tag his Twitter or something? I do not. I really say, do say not. His full name and address? I hope that I have ceased to take up space in that man's brain. Um, no, you live rent free there. You're like, oh, a gentrification isn't happening in here. 
Oh, I left out a part of this story. The, the reason he kept sending me long messages was to apologize for the last time that he communicated with me, which was, I believe, after... He sent me a message saying that he was going to be in London and saying that he might come to Cardiff. And I was like, Cardiff is a nice city. <laughs> and then he said, maybe we could meet up for some athletic intercourse. Ugh. Ugh. You're too proud of yourself for that. Ugh. <laughs> and I said, Ugh. Nope. That's, that's horrendous. <laughs> that's so upsetting. Can you imagine thinking this, this is going to get you going. I'm going to suggest. Athletic. <laughs> athletic. Also, have I done an athletic thing in my life? Absolutely not. <laughs> like the wrong, the wrong girl for that suggestion. <laughs> Just the, the very idea is upsetting. What does that mean? Oh, it means God. that both of you end up sweaty and one of you loses. <laughs> Accurate. Thank you. <laughs> oh boy. Uh how did we get onto the have I have ever... not been in a third a thruple. I've always been a third wheel. Hey. Is what I wrote. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, the ship's approach. One. Um and and Tiernan is like, mm, every citizen must have a garden. I love flowers. I love gardening. This is you as a dictator. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> what a what a better place the world would be. <laughs> a little bit more dangerous though, because I'd be like, get rid of all residential roads and replace them with gravel or semi permeable like surfaces, and then yeah. it would just be like. This is horrible to drive on. Everyone's constantly like all these windows are just breaking, and they're like, "What's ha- why would you do this?" And I'm like, "For the rain, drainage, drainage." <laughs> anyway, uh, Tom Paris rescues Tuvok with a phaser because phasers are magic, and they get into a little a little fight, um, and they use the veils on the security guards so they wouldn't have to make up that many people. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So they're in the Imperial Hall and they like shoot a lot of people. The gang's all there. The brothers reunite. Um, they like, 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 um, they put the thing on Kess's, on Kess's face and she's like, oh, no, he moved and he moved to the brother and then they zap it out of the brother. Um, and they're <laughs> like, it's over. Um, which like, what a dramatic sequence of events. I mean, she murders him. That's what's happening there. Kess is murdering him. I, I really, that really struck me this time. I don't think I noticed that before. Kess is murdering Yes, him? because they're just like, we've got him. Now everything's gonna, like, we're gonna deal with this ourselves. And then Kess, like, runs over and slaps the thing on his face to kill him. I mean, to save the brother, but, like, she's just killing him she just kills him and it's i think that that for me is a real like watershed moment in this episode or in kess's arc generally because that's i think where the the ambiguity of her involvement in this is really clear because she's not she's definitely herself again but she in that moment makes the choice to just like split second decision kill this guy (laughs) yeah it's it's really uh i would yeah i mean it's i'm fascinated by that yeah famously um possessed her body for like a couple of days though i mean he has but like the amount of seducing that she had to do oh i see she was like this is payback i had not thought of that 
Oh, God. I hadn't thought of that at all. Yeah, because she would just be there. She would just be there and unable to um, control any of her faculties. Yes, I had not thought about that. It's interesting that I didn't think about that because there's there's a later episode where... I was very affronted by a similar thing happening with Seven, but mm. I wonder why I didn't pick up on that in this one. Yeah, you make a good she's point. like fighting through. Yeah. And we see it as like a play by play. Also, I guess like all of the action taking place in this one room kind of makes it seem like not that much is happening. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. I guess I had sort of assumed that all of the seducing that was happening was what we saw on screen which i was sort of okay with (laughs) that didn't um mm. no they definitely like scissored you know scissored (laughs) oh my goodness in tuvok's quarters later Kess and tuvok have a little catch-up um and Kess is like stuff was bad Things are bad. I killed a guy. Yeah. Um, and and Tuvok is like, every road has a turning. That's the way you keep learning. Um, <laughs> yep. And that's the end of Just the episode. Like that. That's what Sondheim and Tuvok said. <laughs> that's the end of the episode. Um, wow. Yeah. Quite an episode. Uh, my one last note before we get into segments is... Uh, Dear Voyager, stop fucking making me look at Neelix's feet. <laughs> I don't want to look at Neelix's feet. We all want to look at Neelix's little puppet feet. Oh, God. I don't like it. Right. Do you have any last thoughts before uh, Wigs? <sighs> Let me think. Um, this, uh, this, this world and this time that we have now is precious to me. And I'm glad I get to share it with you. That's similarly. I um, mentioned that I had a podcast to a man on Tinder, and he said, <laughs> "Wow, did you like all those other people start a podcast during quarantine?" How rude! And I said, "Fuck off! It's been almost two years. How dare it has. you?" It has been almost two years. Um, and to that man, I would like to cancel him. Um, Dale, if you're listening, Dale? are you my boyfriend yet? I don't know. Anyway, Dale? let's get into some segments. I don't choose the names. I don't, I don't choose the names. My, honestly, I will say this. My biggest, um, dating mishap that I have is being, um, the sister to three brothers with generic names. Like, yep. They have very generic names. Just like a Joe Dan David situation really rules out a large demographic of the population. Yeah. Especially yeah. in Wales. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, everyone's yeah. a die Dan David. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone. Anyway, let's get into some wigs. Wigs. And all people named James are terrible. <laughs> I've, n- I've never met a reliable, trustworthy James. I am... Um... Um, I know, yeah. I, I know one, I know one, I know one James who I, I have a lot of good to say about and then nothing bad to say about, but I wow. don't know him that well. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. That'll be why then. <laughs> he, he hasn't yet disappointed you, but he will in time. No, he seems great. He's, well, I'm um... canceling all James. <laughs> 
wigs. Um, Balana sequin swimsuit. Iconic. Yes, I iconic. I so I um, it just happened that I last night I watched uh Trixie Mattel's YouTube video about '90s Barbies. Yes, I have seen um, it, and it, I have seen all of the Barbie Trixie Mattel videos. I haven't watched all of them yet. Uh, I so I yeah I could talk for a very long time about Barbies, but. I just want to throw in a couple of things. So yeah, it sent me down a little bit of a rabbit hole about 90s Barbies. One thing I want to share with you is that uh, I only had one Ken doll that I can remember. Ooh. And it was I'm pretty sure it was a hand-me-down. I, I had a lot of Barbies and a, most of them were hand-me-downs. I can, yeah, but like, so some of them were from the 80s. Most of them were from the early 90s. Um, but I only had one Ken doll and it was... Oh, I forgot the name of it. Um, Sunshine. I'm going to look it up real quick because I need everyone to know what Kendall I had. Uh, Sun Sensation Ken. Do you know Sun Sensation Ken? I not personally, no. Do you? Can I? We can cut this all out if it's not interesting, but can I send you? You want me to Google it on my end? Yeah. Can you just Google Sun Sensation Ken, please? Sensation Ken. Okay. I'm Googling it. Oh, look at that. <laughs> so that's the one representation of masculinity that I had in my doll collection as a child. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which I am here for, honestly. I mean, who'd blame you? A mesh top? Absolutely. <laughs> Lime green bike shorts? Yes. It really it really explains a lot about your fashion choices as an adult. You Rude. are heavily influenced by this Rude. man. I mean, where is the lie? I do dress like a camp man in the early 90s. I mean, right now. <laughs> just wearing a big short sleeve floral shirt. Um yeah, so I was thinking about that, uh, and then I was just thinking in general. I did not have Sun Sensation Barbie, um, but I did have a lot of Barbies. Some, uh, some quite old um, from like the. I think I had one from the sixties, even. Anyway, uh, there is so much in common between nineties Barbies and what Bellana and the three women that Tom conjures up on the holodeck are wearing. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I really love all of these outfits so much, even though, I mean, they are wild, but I love They're them. all just swimming outfits. They're, They're all, all swimming just swimming costumes. outfits, except one of them has really long shorts. <laughs> one of the bikinis involves really long shorts, which I just found fascinating, like long, tight shorts, not board yeah, shorts. Yeah, for volleyball. For volleyball, yeah. Um, but I love that Bellana's swimsuit is not only sequined, but also belted. <laughs> yeah, because fashion fashion um i am obsessed with what the man is wearing that Bellana oh, has made i know it is like a full like speedo but there's like straps on yeah. the side and i'm yeah. like she had to have created that and then like like in the narrative of the show she was like this is what i want and then in the narrative of the costume department they were like what is the future of male swimwear <laughs> Strappy um, speedos. Yeah, I mean, I can see Sun Sensation Ken wearing these speedos underneath his lime green bike shorts. <laughs> yes, he does. 
He does. Of course he does. He must do. He must. They're so shiny, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, that was yeah, a 10 I, out of 10 for me. I just love all of the, the like, the, like, um, iridescent... Oh, everything I, is glitter. I, I don't know what that kind of fabric that they're wearing is, but it's like it's tight fitting. It's hollow. It's hollow. It's not hollow. It's iridescent. It's like a like a multi multi chrome, duo chrome, unicorn skin, maybe more like. <laughs> Just pulled the weirdest face. I was like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but do you know what it is? It's it's like. It's just like not as form fitting as spandex, you know, it is stretch material, but it's like a little bit, it's like crinkly. There was a lot of it in the early to mid nineties. Oh, I think it's called crepe. Is it crepe? Cause it's like that, that iridescent thing is like a plastic coating, I think. Yeah. So the, the fabric underneath it is probably just poly, poly spandex or poly elastane or something. But, um, yeah, anyway, sorry, no one comes here for, like, my half-assed fashion history, but I just love it. I love how, like, badly gathered an elastic waist looks like when it's when it's made out of this kind of fabric, and oh, I, love I love how that. many badly gathered elastic <laughs> seams there are on these costumes. I love it. But then, um, sorry, I'm talking about the three women, the three anonymous women that are conjured up by Tom. But then Balana's Bellana, swimsuit just looks like the most high fashion swimsuit of 1993. <laughs> like Which they, is not when this was made. But... Well, they, they went down to the Goodwill and they found the best <laughs> thing that they could. I guess it's more mid to late 90s, actually, to be fair. But then, yeah, I mean, what I, uh, I can't say enough about how happy it makes me that in the narrative of the show, Bellana invented herself a holographic snorkeling partner who was wearing the smallest Speedos that have ever existed. <laughs> well, so I great. mean, like, in the narrative of this, of this show, all you ever do is see all of your co-workers, like... All you see is their hands and their faces. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, if I have to make up a boyfriend for the holodeck, he will be entirely naked. <laughs> Amazing. I'm so here for it. I love it. She's <clears throat> just a horny baby. <laughs> anyway. Um, they, ha- they, all the, all the aliens of Alastri know, um, Alastria, but not Alastria, Alaria. Um, yeah, the TV show Daria, all the characters, <laughs> they all have four nostrils, which um, is impressive when they have to do the blood out of four nostrils. Yeah, boy, did oh, they we do didn't a lot of that. talk about any of Kess mind control Tiernan. Oh, thing. yeah. She we kept, didn't talk about that at all. But... She kept mind controlling people into having nosebleeds out of their... Um, their four forehead nostril tubes. <laughs> yeah, truly. These aliens have forehead things and nose things in one. <laughs> wow. Really time-saving. <laughs> um, oh, Janeway is still wearing uh, the hair clip that she was wearing in the last two episodes, which I was very excited about. I mentioned that in either... I, I don't remember which of the like two part. It was either the last step or the previous week. Um yeah, anyway, I was excited to see that return. Maybe she keeps wearing it. I don't remember it from a previous viewing. But... We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, and then I just liked Kaz's Tiernan um, outfit with the leather oh, yeah. pants. I thought that was um, just a beautiful high camp fantasy. I enjoyed it was that. very fashion, very fun. I really enjoyed the, um, the proportions of it were fun. It was yeah. very shouldery in a very fun way. And she was like, I'm going to wear the highest heels that production yes. will allow me to wear. Yeah. 
Yeah, I really liked that outfit. That was really good. There's a lot of really, really fun costuming in this episode. Big, big fan. Oh, and the conveniently veiled guards. We've talked about that already. But convenient. it's like, it's convenient for the plot. It's convenient for the costumers. It's just, I mean, ten, tens across the board. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, great. Anything else for wigs? The, yeah, I, I, that's it. Okay. That's it from me. Stay out of the nebula. nebula. What was the nebula in this episode? The nebula was gay. The nebula was gay. Wait, wasn't the nebula something else as well? The nebula was gay or um, exploitation? Oh, wait, no. The nebula was the 90s gay panic. Oh, yeah. Well, so I I was going to say, I put in my notes, that the the, the scene where Kess, inhabited by Tiernan, almost kisses Tiernan's wife. Yeah. Um... It's like maybe it's just very '90s queer baiting slash quote unquote lesbian chic. Like, mm, oh, oh, but we didn't really do it. But oh, aren't we naughty? Um, oh. But I think in the context, like they, I remember when I, I think I remember when I watched this episode at first. I was like, oh, this is this is cheap. Like they're just like, oh, it's it's almost two girls kissing, but not really because one of them is a man, you know, a man, an alien, whatever. Uh, but then the fact that, that Tiernan is then in a relationship with, well, is going to marry this other man and that he wants to have a thruple with this, this, the, you know, the, whatever that guy, what was his name? I don't know. The brother. (laughs) Who knows? Who cares? And, and his wife. Um, it's, it's a little more interesting than I was expecting it to be initially. Um, but then you've, you've raised a lot of really interesting issues that I hadn't thought about in terms of consent and exploitation. Wow. I don't know. It's complicated. I, yeah. Um, I, I think this is also, um, sorry, I'm just checking something. You're this like is... checking when the Hayes Code came into effect. <laughs> the Hayes Code. <laughs> You're like, did they have one foot on the floor? <laughs> no, I was gonna say um, this is a teleplay by Lisa Clink episode. Uh, ah! talked about her. <laughs> this is why I mentioned this episode a few episodes back. Um, yeah. She didn't. So she had teleplay credit, but not story by credit for this episode. But I've just noticed that she, which is... means that all the seducing was written in later. Do you think somebody was like, and then um, he tries to tries to. I don't know. He tries to get it out of Neelix and and Liz or whatever. Jessica Klink was like, what if they kissed? Let's make Uh a kiss. (laughs) This woman is essentially to Star Trek what we were as children trying to get our Kens to kiss each other. Like, like, but what if they kissed? (laughs) Let me just remind you that I only had one Ken, but I did have a lot of Barbies. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I, Lisa Klink is, is associated with a few episodes that have interesting sexual content, as I mentioned in an earlier episode. I'm very intrigued by this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's, I do find this episode really interesting. And I find it really interesting that I haven't, please, please, listeners, if you can correct me in this, please do. But I haven't found any, like, media criticism or fan writing around sexuality in Star Trek that talks about this episode and that surprises me and I think it probably relates to um there is relatively little critical um like right uh, not critical writing what am I trying to say like academic 
media studies kind of stuff about Voyager than there is about the other Star Trek franchises, which I find really interesting. Considering um, it's the gayest one. It's the gayest one, guys. It's the gayest one. It's the gayest one. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got to stop saying guys. Anyway. Um, you the- guys. <laughs> I say it we so much. We just start saying gays. We're just like, <laughs> you gays. <laughs> oh, what is that? What am I thinking of? I don't know. Shit. Um, nope. I will. It will come to me. Anyway. Um, Phenomenal podcasting. No, I know. I'll cut that out. I'll cut that out. Wait, should we add something like a fun noise? Like, and I'll be like, oh my God, you can't say that. <laughs> Beep. Yeah. Sam. Wow. Oh my. What? <laughs> oh my God. This is That's degenerating. very offensive to those people. <laughs> I can't believe you said those people, Sam. I don't think we're allowed to say that slur anymore, Kat. <laughs> it's not the 90s anymore. Oh, my God. I'm losing the plot. Um, Yeah. Um, Oh, gosh. I think I it's say? mainly because, um, like, most Star Trek is, like, man-on-man gay Star Trek, whereas yeah. this is, like, lady Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably yeah. why there hasn't been an, a, a, a yeah. lot of... A lot of a lot of academic work done on it. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um that's very interesting. Um there is so one one piece of academic work about Voyager, and I think I might have mentioned it in the podcast before, but um Deborah Benita Shaw has an article, uh I can't remember the I cannot remember the title of it. Um I will look it up so it's in the episode notes, but um it's about uh it's about the concept of compulsory heterosexuality in Star Trek Voyager, specifically about Janeway's character. Oh. It's very interesting. A twist. It's very, very interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's arguing that because she is the... <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I looked right right when you were making the, the immediately pre-sneeze face. Just... I was just, I, just a little sneeze. Just a little sneeze. Um, uh, I'm going to try to sw- uh, swiftly oh and goodness. subtly plug in my phone. What is happening? I'm sorry. This, we really started, we started off so hot and now we're just like, I can't remember any of the things that I wanted to talk about, but I'm sure there's a nebula in here somewhere. Yeah, I, it's, it's difficult to talk about because I'm... I, 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 yeah, I just, I hadn't considered. Because I just launched this theory on you and now you're like, well, yeah, but I, but I think you're absolutely right. And it just, it hadn't occurred to me. So I'm kind of like rethinking what I was thinking initially, rethinking what I was thinking, but also just like, it's kind of shocked to me that I hadn't considered the, the really problematic aspects of this in terms of like the way that Kess's body is being used here and also the like the way that other people are being treated through the use of her body it's very complicated yeah um yeah but I mean gosh yeah yeah I I don't know what to say about it now because it I I guess what I going back I just I think it's interesting that there isn't a lot of interest in this episode seemingly because there's so much writing about queer readings of star trek and there is like a lot of writing about that but a surprising lack of it about voyager in general i think um but certainly i haven't been able to find anything about this episode um 
Sam, you said something a very long time ago, which I, I mean, was... it is a podcast. No, no, you didn't. I think you said you. I know you didn't say it on this podcast. <laughs> um, but I'd you be said weird it. if I was silent. Should we do an episode <laughs> where I'm just silent the whole time? Oh, that would not go well. <laughs> and I'm just nodding. I'm doing like a thumbs up on the WhatsApp nobody, call. And like... nobody's, nobody wants to hear that. Um, I So this was something that you talked about. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just doing the nods and smiles now. Yes, this is something that I talked about. Uh, when you were invited to do an interview for a certain podcast. <laughs> yes. Which I think was recent. I think I don't think it was ever released. I'm, um, I'll have to refresh my memory. I don't think it was ever released until you released it on your podcast recently. I am god uh, goddamn emotional. Like I I am um, a nightmare. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, we we can we don't have to talk about these aspects of this. I just wanted to talk about the the really important point that you've made in the past about how. Voyager is the queering of the Star Trek format. That's a direct sí. quote from you. Gra- gracias. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you... <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about that a little bit in the context of, like, I don't think that there's as much writing about queer readings of, of Star Trek Voyager as, frankly, I think there should be. And clearly this whole podcast uh, argues for more queer readings of Voyager. Um but I I wonder if it's related to what you've identified, which is that Voyager is itself a queering of the Star Trek um, format. Yeah. Which is such, that's such an interesting point. And I'll, I'm talking a lot here, but I, so for people who aren't aware of this, I have a PhD in gender and sexuality studies and I've written about gender and sexuality in the space industry. Sam is laughing at me. As no, I'm doing the supportive want. thumbs up. I'm, doing, <laughs> okay. I'm like, keep going. You're doing okay. great. Okay. You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I, I've, I, I've spent a lot of time thinking about media and industry through a queer lens but i'm not i don't tend to notice things like the uh the concept of queering the format like voyager as a queering of the star trek format is is very interesting and not not something that i tend to think about i'm very wise so you You are um and are you attracted to queer culture yeah yeah (laughs) those of you don't know i did an interview where i talked about how Star Trek Voyager is the queering of the Voyager format and the follow-up question was are you attracted to queer culture (laughs) someone who didn't understand either what Star Trek is or (laughs) or or the use of like a a verb or just wasn't listening to what you were saying (laughs) oh absolutely not (laughs) oh dear um Cardiff drama our listeners love to hear it (laughs) yeah uh, they're they're gonna be like I don't understand what was going on. Yeah, um, I, I this think will, it, this will be months old by the time it comes out. A quick, it's a already quick... pretty old. Oh yeah, it's pretty old. Um, yeah, we'll just say that you you did a podcast interview. Uh, it didn't go super well. It ended up not being released as part of the podcast, and then uh, some other things happened, and you decided to release the interview yourself. The the interviewer who came to my home after four weeks of um. Of, of rearranging the interview didn't do any research on me and then uh, came to my house and wasted an hour of my time and then got a thousand pound an episode grant for a, for a, a second season of that podcast 
Amazing. I'm not Amazing. as mad about it as I as I as I was. I was very mad about it, but now I'm like, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? It was something to talk about. It was something to talk about, and uh, it was it did provide you uh, with a. <laughs> A platform for the most interesting thing anyone has ever said about our podcast, which is that it's about the queering of the Star Trek format <laughs> that Voyager does. Anyway, um, I've said that on this podcast. Have you? Yes, <laughs> like three episodes in. You can't expect me to remember that. It was 2019. You had a real moment when I said it. You were like, oh, oh. my God, that's incredible. <laughs> Sometimes I think we should just put it on a t-shirt so that specifically you remember that I've said it. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're talking about doing merch. That's the other thing that's new in the Witastavid This universe. is just us rambling. This what is was such the point a mess. of this? Let's, let's wrap this up in a neat little bow. What was your point? Um, well, I, That okay. because it's like women, it's commonly overlooked because that's how like queer women historically in the arts and culture and everything are overlooked for their queerness and are mainly focused on by their womanhood because I've, like it's the same as like being like oh they were good friends and they lived together oh it's yeah like that. that's yeah that's a really good point that isn't where i was going with it but that's a really good oh, point. where were you Absolutely. going with it no i just i wonder if because there's something about star trek voyager that uh could be perceived as a failure of the format uh yeah that, that that's why people just don't aren't interested in it or yeah exactly what you said i i also think people might just go oh well how interesting is it to talk about gender for example in the series where a woman is captain very mm -hmm. fucking interesting i would chime in to say <laughs> but um yeah i i yeah i really love voyager i think voyager is a really interesting tv show and i think it's a really rich text for analysis uh i yeah and so it's it, and this this is one of those episodes where i just think wow there's so much in this i mean just t we've just barely touched on it actually on how much so to speak sorry god i'm sorry we've barely touched on it we'll come we've... back next episode with our thoughts at the beginning of the episode yeah, we'll the be like what the fuck is wrong with no, me today this is i think okay you know what i think this is because i had a three-day head start on this Oh, um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, you were being baffled by having to try and speak Welsh for the first oh time in God. like six months. I was I've like, been... I watched this on Tuesday. I've had three days to mull it over. I'm ready. Yeah. I, think that's, I think that's what it is. Anyway, how would you I rate this episode? I've a day headache this week. Anyway. Um, that's Corona. It's not. It, I, it's, you got to drink more water. It's because I hurt my neck, but my neck is okay now. Oh, no. Um, you too could piss on the floor. The fr <laughs> um... Yeah, so going back, um, I think that there's a lot to talk about in this episode that uh, maybe is just beyond the scope that we have right now. Um, but uh, it's a really interesting episode. I'm surprised that it hasn't had more critical attention or, you know, academic attention, whatever you want to say, whatever, whatever you want to call that. Um, I think maybe because yeah. it's like a Kess episode. Yeah, yeah. And she isn't given that much, like, further development or any prior development yeah no she isn't it's it's nice that she finally gets developed a little bit as a character yeah. i'm not i've said before that i'm not terribly fond of a lot of what happens to her after this point but we'll get there when we get there we're getting close to it though surprisingly it's close the journey 
that yeah. we're on on Star Trek Voyager. Right, right. Okay. There's some sim symbolism in in that, you know. Yep. <laughs> symbolism. Yes. Sam. Yes. How would you rate this episode? Oh, a seven out of ten from. Oh, wait, no, I'm gonna say like a like a nine out of ten. Wow. A nine out of ten. A nine out of ten. Uh, 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 a nine out of ten near lesbian kisses, <laughs> and then a gay kiss. Great. Okay. Um, it's definitely a gay kiss, right? We're not. Yeah. No, actually, let's let's talk about that briefly because is it a gay kiss? Yes. Okay. Agreed. I agree. <laughs> See, brief. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, I'm going to rate it five out of five life course altering experiences. Uh, I really like this episode. I'm going to give it a whole five out of five. Wow. I've been doing that a lot lately. I've been doing oh, a lot. And Balana swimsuit. Oh, yeah. Five out of five Balana swimsuit. <laughs> five out of five of Balana's snorkeling partner swimsuits. <laughs> With all the straps. Five out of five Sun Sensation Kens. There we go. Wow. Right. Okay. Anything you want to plug? <laughs> your Instagram and your Twitter. Your work yeah, fo- business. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Kat Deerfield on both. Um, I, I'm not very active on either. <laughs> but follow Don't me. Don't follow me anywhere. I will find you. <laughs> All right. On that note. Um, oh, also, are we send your send your nudes to the Twitter, but not graphic nudes. <laughs> um. Yes, this is your 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 fortnightly reminder that <laughs> Sam has requested that set that's tasteful nudes. Tasteful. No dick pics. I don't want to see any of your genitalia or 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 <laughs> your face. Um, but okay. a tasteful nude. But a, a quick reminder, Why not? For, a, a stirring reminder that that is Sam asking for those on the Twitter. <laughs> not, I don't I'm want them. Such don't a send, scam. Don't Instagram me. Don't Instagram me. <laughs> I'm a nightmare. Why am I like this? Anyway, I have been um... agent of chaos. Sam <laughs> agent of chaos, Sam Hickman. <laughs> And I've been Kat Deerfield. And this was Women Women Talking talking About about Star Trek Trek Voyager. Voyager. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. They say in space no one can hear you scream. The star bleeds one hell of a place. But now we've come to the end of our show. Did you survive or will you die in disgrace?